This is episode 135 of the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On, producer Rob's in the background. And we are interviewing Jose- Josephine Leon. Did I say that right? That's right. You got it. Awesome. So we're with the Val, Mike, and Pete of... Uh, uh, what, what what genre of music would you call yourselves? Scrunch. Scrunch. Awesome. So we're going <laughs> to... As, as Val laughs a bit. Uh, so we're going to chat a bit about... Uh, so the three of you as individuals, the three of you as a band, uh, plus you, you have a fourth, a fourth member. fourth member, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, is it? Yeah. Nick is... Um, he's kind of like a ghost. He's a ghost. Yeah. So Nick's with us too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's with us. You just can't see him. He's always with you. That's okay. He just doesn't show up on our devices here. That's fine. Uh, but first, we're going to uh, sip some beer in oh. front of us. So we have something from Beyond the Pale, Saison Tropicale. Uh, so go ahead, try it. Tell me and uh, tell right. me what you think. It's a stronger beer at uh, 7.7. Yeah, that's yours. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, my, my assumption is that this is going to be a bit hoppy, so I'm going to go right to Keegan. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah? I, yeah, it's you, really good. And you like hops? Your hop Not fan. really usually, but this is excellent. It's I, like super citrusy, and um, this is my new favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, from Beyond the Pale. I usually love Pink Fuzz, but like, oh... This is really good. I this guess. is really good. It's, it's not bad. A little fruity for me, but uh, okay. It's more light, just regular light what? beers. But. That, that's fair. It, it's not your traditional beer, but, yeah. but for a seven point seven, it certainly doesn't feel like it. Tastes like it. It's just uh, it doesn't hit you the way a seven like a strong beer might. Uh, maybe because you're being overpowered by the juice-like flavor, but, yeah, <laughs> but I, I do like though. it. Keegan, what uh, what do you think? Uh, I kind of agree. I really, I don't really like hops very much, but it is citrus kind of like cuts through the uh, the hops, and I'm liking this. It's a very like sponsor friendly segment apparently today. Which it doesn't have to be, but not always. But it's uh, it's great. Yeah. And uh, I really like like we were talking about Beyond the Pale before we started recording. They're really cool company, and I always go. Not always. I often go there and uh, drink a bunch of beer. And start talking about the podcast and convince someone to come on, but then I'm too drunk and I uh, go home and I forget who I talked to. So, if Beyond the Pale is listening, reach out and we'll have uh, we'll have somebody on. Yeah, get this guy on. Yeah, that's it, eh? Uh, all right, so we'll sip on that throughout the episode. Uh, so. Here in the podcast, we, we, we'll obviously talk about the band and we, we, you know, we can talk about organizations, we can talk about a, a, any of that. But what we like to do is we start with sort of the basics, so, so the, the, th- the three or four people that, that comprise the band. <laughs> so can you sort of talk about sort of in a nutshell, we'll go Val to Mike to Pete uh, to talk about sort of your backgrounds and sort of until the moment you guys met essentially or at least started the band and then we'll get into the inception of the band. Yeah. So go ahead, Val. Okay. Um, I started playing music, I was 25 actually, so a little bit later on, and it's interesting, I think, because I never played music as a child, um, or like a teenager even, and neither did my parents, and nor did my parents even really listen to much music, um, as I was growing up, I kind of like never really got into music and it sort of just like hit me in my mid twenties and, um, somebody gave me a guitar and I just, uh, 
I just started playing it and um, I never took lessons or anything, but I just like kind of had songs I felt inside me and um, especially melodies like vocal melodies. So I just learned to play guitar um, really to just accompany my voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then um, I... um, I pretty much started songwriting right when I started playing guitar. And then by the time I met Mike, I actually had like enough uh, original material as a solo artist that I was actually starting to play around Ottawa as an acoustic solo artist. And then one day I uh, was walking my dog in a park and I just uh, bumped into Mike. Uh, he was riding his motorcycle and just hanging out in the park. So um, he had a band, and uh, maybe I'll let him tell the story there. Sure. <laughs> and Mike, this is a special park where you're allowed to ride your motorcycle through. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just where you go to look cool, I guess. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. I guess uh, a little about me first. Uh, yeah, I just grew up outside the city, uh, in a little French town called Wendover. They have a really horrible zoo down there. Great. Uh, don't go to it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then. Um, yeah, just uh, in my in my early teens, I started uh, started getting into music, played lots of guitar, drums, uh, and then in maybe my early twenties, I discovered bass. Like I just this instrument I didn't know anything about, and it just kind of fell on my lap, and mm-hmm. just like love at first slap, and nice. then, uh, <laughs> love at first slap. Love that. Yeah, you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so uh, I was just at the uh, park with a friend of mine. Uh, we were meeting up. He had a dog. And then uh, she comes out of the park with her big German shepherd and a guitar. And then my buddy's like, oh, that's the girl I was telling you about. Like, you guys need to link up because I was playing with this guy and a couple other dudes. And, uh, sure. yeah, that's just how it went up. And it's uh, it's been uh, fun ever since. Not bad. Yeah. And, and Pete, what about yourself? How, how, how do things start for Pete? Uh, I, started, <laughs> I started young, different than Val. I started, yeah. like, when I was nine years old, I just was... Uh, I remember begging my mom to uh, get me a drum set, and okay. uh, so like I just knew what I wanted to do, and then I just she got, I started off with a drum pad for a few months, and I was beating the hell out of it the whole time. So sure. a couple months later, she got me a drum set, and she put me in lessons along with my brothers. Uh, so I started out young, playing in a band with my brothers, and uh, oh, yeah. just music's been a part of my life the whole time since then. And uh, yeah, finally uh, was looking to get a band going. It had been a while when I was like. Uh, you know, more recently, the last couple of years, and uh, I was looking to get a band going again, and I uh, met Mike, and uh, then that's where, you know, that this, I, we were starting to jam with Mike, and then the story meets up with where he left off there, meeting Val, and and then right. we uh, formed Josephine Leone. Okay. Yeah. And someone, someone has to give us Nick's bio, bio too now. Yeah. <laughs> Nick lives out in the woods. Okay. <laughs> he lives out in the woods in like Buckingham, like okay, okay. 45 minutes out. Uh, he does lots of cool stuff. And uh, you guys found him, actually. Yeah, I think first um, it's kind of interesting to like remember that it was, uh, how long were we without Nick? We were actually a trio for a really long time. And um, actually when I met... Yeah, when I met these two, I met Mike in the park and he said he invited me to come out. He said he had a band and they needed a singer and um, took me a couple weeks to like, I was a little nervous at first, but um, when I got there, it was Mike, Pete, and there was a lead guitar player, Benny, at the time. And um, it was kind of like it. the first jam kind of clicked and um, but 
interestingly enough, Benny um, ended up telling them like pretty much that the that week or the week after that he had been thinking of like stepping back. So it was kind of like it was just uh, it was like at the same time a little nerve wracking, but um, it also just felt like a new chapter was kind of forming right. and um yeah from there i think the three of us just got really serious about it we decided that we needed a band name um i actually had a solo gig booked for like um it was i think the week after or it was like two weeks after we had just met and i was like do you guys want to play with me and they were like <laughs> okay and so we just like learned a bunch wow. of like they learned a bunch of material and we just got on stage together and we actually started gigging like very early on, like almost like prematurely in the formation of our band. Um, and it was, it's been pretty consistent since then. But uh, so we were a trio and then it was last summer. Um, yeah, not this summer, but last summer we, uh, we put an ad on Kijiji and then we found Nick. Nick was the first guitar player that we auditioned. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we just loved him right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so that, like, it always interests me, like, how do you bring, like, a new person into an established group? Like, was that, uh, it was chemistry and otherwise? You know, it was unanimous, everyone was happy with Nick. I guess that's a weird question to ask. Uh, <laughs> I have problems with Nick. <laughs> Nick. Nick was actually like super quiet. Okay. He's so quiet. He's you, very you, keen too. you can't even believe how quiet he is. You won't even hear him at all once here today. Oh, yeah. that's, that's how quiet he is. But um, so he was kind of like the shy one. And um, yeah, it was just, you know, he came out of his shell and now he's actually quite, he's quite funny. Awesome. Um, but you won't be able to hear him tell any of his jokes. Not today anyway. Not today. That's all right. Where <laughs> but shout the, out to Nick. <laughs> he's, he's around somewhere. <laughs> Where does the name Josephine Leone come from? Oh, uh, Leone. Sort of like her alter ego, I think, is sort of the, somewhat the idea. Yeah. You could probably, you, I'll let you tell it. Sure. Uh, well, actually, my name's Valerie Josephine. Okay. Yeah, I do have a last name after that, too. Okay, yep. Which, uh, Leon. We, we don't talk about... No, yeah. it's actually not. <laughs> That'd be good, eh? That'd be too good. Yeah. No, I kind of just made it all up, though. It was more like I didn't want to be Valerie anymore or sometimes didn't feel like um, being, like, my normal self. And it was almost like an escape, like a, just a bit of a... Uh, like kind of like a green card to escape sometimes and um, become like someone magical that I would like to be if I could, you know? Mm, okay. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen like La Femme Nikita. Uh, it's like an old movie anyways, where this like undercover agent has um, a second call name. It's And her name's actually Josephine. Mm. And when her... Uh, like when her, it's like she works for the FBI and when they she's like listening to them all the time. And when they call her Josephine, she like changes into this like uh, super powerful like person that like could kick a lot of ass, you know. Uh, like, right. So it was just kind of like that. It was like just becoming this thing. Um, and that's where Josephine came from. And then Leon, uh, Leon is actually the Latin name for lion, which is the spiritual animal for God. And I don't know, that just kind of all came together. Cool. Right. And, and so Valerie's talking about like a stage persona. Do you guys have stage personas? Or do, you, do you find you change on stage versus in real life or does something come out? 
I can't say I do, no. I just try to go on calm and not turn into like an animal. No, no, nothing, nothing crazy. That's what I'm like about. I think I, I, I do a little bit. Like, I like to dance around and I'm kind of a goofy guy as it right. is. But, like, especially depending on crowds, right? If, like, the crowds are giving you energy and you're, like, really feeling it, then it's kind of like, kind of a safe space to let loose and just kind of, like, let, you know your mind clear and let just, your crazy eye. yeah yeah exactly yeah. have you have you always been like that or or did, did you start off a bit more stiff um well when we first started <laughs> off actually like when it was just the three of us and we were like two weeks into a band and playing shows yeah, and stuff mic'd. like that was a little bit more nerve-wracking yeah so we were playing like yeah it was like very like laid-back stuff acoustic guitar and it wasn't even full drum kit at the time it was like hand percussions so like conga era yeah the conga yeah. era so like every every little bass note that I played just like rang through so hard so every little mistake and it was just like so nerve-wracking that I was actually like kind of like really shy and like glued to my 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 feet and to the stage yeah, yeah. and then when I started getting more comfortable that's kind of when it just like took a 360 to like Makes sense. wacko yeah Interesting. <laughs> now, now how long have you guys been together as a band three years no three no years. uh oh. what 25 really yeah but Val's yeah. so just no, realizing it hasn't it. been three years it's been two I think let, let, let's let's hash this out right now. I really think it's been two years. Open your calendar. Two, sure. two to three years. Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll go with 2015 that. 2015 September, I think, is when when it was, was it like starting. Years? Yeah, that, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's two, years. Two, that's two years. That's two years. Right, okay, well, well, Pete, you got a lot done. What what have you gotten done as a as a band? Yeah, Pete. Uh, well, we recorded our own album, like oh. well, uh, six track little mini EP, and uh, we've done a couple of videos. One of which we made entirely ourselves. Like uh, we learned how to, we just we made took the fit footage ourselves and did the audio ourselves and put it all together to try to make a video with our, our iPhones. Own really? Room at yeah. home. We made a, a a little studio painted in black so it looks like a stage and it uh, just like cool. control the lighting, you know. We oh. made a website. And, Made ourselves. a website. We did okay. made our yeah. own website. Uh, like, uh, and we just tried to get on the ball with doing festival we've, applications. We've played right away uh, two festivals so far. Which one? Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> half. <laughs> Which festivals? First, we played Mayo Light. That was the half festival because it wasn't the actual Mayo Fest. But I think okay. we rocked it because they had us come back and play the actual Mayo Fest. Thanks, yeah, guys. Nice. Shout nice, out to nice. Mayo, the magical land of Mayo. We love <laughs> our friends that we made in Mayo. Awesome. Um, but uh, you guys know about Mayo? No. Yeah, Mayo oh, God, is like, yeah, yeah, we should tell you all about Please, Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Mayo Please Fest do. is this place. It's uh, maybe Mayo 45. Quebec. Yeah, Mayo Quebec. It's a secret land, <laughs> and there are fairies of and uh, pirates, pirates. Yep. Yeah. and saunas. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. And that's how God. deep into Quebec do you have to go? Uh, it's about a forty-five minute drive yeah. from okay. downtown. Not too far. Uh, yeah, just off the fifty. You need camping gear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a bathing suit, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like Ten years, I think. Yeah. They've been right. having a festival there, and they uh, built like a whole land, huts oh. everywhere. You can camp out. Interesting. And uh, there's a lake, and they have an, a legit pirate ship, though, eh? Not like wow. a, not like a just a little puny pirate ship. <laughs> sure, and I yeah. swear to God, you can fit like 30 people on that ship. Awesome. And there's also. This is the coolest thing, um, is that if it rains, yep. you know, yeah, there's yeah. like an underground bunker in the ship that oh, you can cool. chill in. Awesome. And then it's got like these skylight windows that you can like see all the stars. Mm -hmm. 
And they have a sauna. I know I mentioned it, but like it's really cool, like worth worth going yeah. just the for bush. the sauna. Yeah. Oh no, but like a, a legit sauna that they oh, made. Nice. Well, what do they yeah. do there outside of Mayo Fest? Uh, they they run <laughs> they there are people there pretty much every weekend. A lot of drugs. There's a, there's ah. a few people that uh, that actually quit their like like white collar jobs for the government, and there's a couple of people that live there year round, sure. and they have little uh, like things in the trees, tree houses, and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty like hippie place, but it's so cool. Like the people there are so oh, love, yeah, man. Pass, for sure. And they've cool. got like generators, and they got like power. Mayo Fest, check it out check next it out. year, Mayo next Fest. summer. Org, yeah. That's yeah, in the summer, I assume. Yeah, they yep. do summer. a handful of events. A yeah, year. they do Mayo Light in the spring, Mayo right. Fest in the summer, and I believe there's like a Mocktober an or something. Too. They do yeah. an EDM festival. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. They do there's like zip lining too. You could jump into the lake. There's like all kinds of like wow. Tarzan shit. They climb up into the trees and like. Yeah, there's yeah, like forts up in on. the trees, and mm-hmm. that's awesome. Very cool. So, so sorry, that was your half fest. Okay, so Mayo Light was the the just the half festival. Then we got invited to come back, and so we played oh, yes. Mayo Fest, okay. the actual festival, and that was packed to the brims. Like there was what four hundred. They broke the attendance of like three. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of people. Wow. Like it was packed, yeah. and um, everyone camped out, right? So sure. it was really cool. Yeah. And then we played Fuse Fest in Westboro. Okay. Westboro. Oh yes, yes. I've yeah. That. yeah, that was really fun too. Okay. Yeah, we had like a nice stage and with Hellbros. Uh, with Hellbros, yeah. Shout nice. out to the Hellbros. Check them out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And you know, we touched on it in the intro, but you guys play scrunge music. Yeah. What is scrunge music? We made it up. You made it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Good. I felt so, so not cool. I was like, I oh, you know scrunge. Okay. okay. Teach us about scrunge. What is scrunge? It's like uh, a little bit sexier than grunge, you know? Okay. It's okay. a little grungy though. Um, it's like some funk and some soul kind of mixed soul, into the sexy, mix. Soul, sexy, sexier. It's more soulful, okay. but it's still pretty grungy. Okay. I'm a little bit of a like rough and rugged singer. Sure. Mm. I tend to scream a bit too sometimes, <laughs> and uh, so it's like I got a bit of the of a grunge uh, touch, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my guitar playing as well. Sure. And um, and yeah, Mike's background's all like about that funk and the soul. And so, you know, when you awesome. slap the two of us together, it's kind of scrungy. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. It's good mix. It's like taking us, uh, some, uh, some Nirvana and some Sublime and uh, a little chili peppers. Mm-hmm. And what else? <laughs> some uh, uh, James sexy Brown. James Brown. <laughs> James, James Brown. Brown. I like it. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, we'll take a quick pause and uh, we'll jump to a segment. Keegan, what's classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where I say news jokes to the camera. Well done. You're getting worse at this. Yeah. (laughs) We're trying to find like a good tagline to make people uh, like this part. A coffee table book commemorating Canada 150 was launched this week. The book features pictures from the crashed ice competition, letters from prominent Canadians, and a 29-page foldout dedicated to the lines on Parliament Hill on Canada Day. (laughs) Great. (laughs) <laughs> Environment Canada issued a fog advisory for Ottawa this past Tuesday and warned residents to beware of dangerous fog. When asked for clarification, the agency stated that they had several reports of patches of thick fog that were laced with fentanyl. That's <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. Uh, an Ottawa woman has been found guilty on 10 criminal charges this week. Laura Brahaney, 27, lured, lured, robbed, kidnapped, beat, and tried to kill an autistic man in 2014. 
I actually went to school with Laura Brahaney, and I'm shocked by this conviction. I would have never thought she had it in her. Yes, she robbed, kidnapped, beat, and tried to kill me, but luring... That's not the Laura I knew. <laughs> you actually went to school with her, right? I did. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> going to jail forever, I think. Well, right. yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> Sounds like a nice person. Yes. Uh, an Ottawa company is now selling mini homes for seniors that can be installed in the backyards of their children. Instead of paying $4,000 a month to reti- a retirement home that will abuse your elderly parents, now you can pay half as much and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> And finally, Senators Captain Eric Carlson is still out of commission due to foot problems this week. It's a miracle that the elite defenseman, uh, his back has not been injured as he spent the last three seasons carrying the team on it. That is the news. You guys care about hockey at all? Yeah. Okay, good. We have one person. Sansa? Vancouver, unfortunately for me. Vancouver? Okay. They're playing two nights ago. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking a little bit. Because it's Thursday today. Yeah. Oh yeah, so we'll, that game was good. You know we're Wait. live, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. live from the future. Yeah, that's it. Out of what? Wait, what? Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah, I know enough about hockey to make a joke about it a week. But I don't really know. Anything I think. Else? All right. I'm I'm a Leafs fan, so. Oh yeah. And They're looking good this year. Yeah, that's all right. It's good. Yeah. Do you have much other sports then, Peter, Valerie? Sports fans in general. I'm not much of a sports no. watcher. No. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, I'll jump in. Right. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of, well, maybe not, well, I don't know if this counts as a sports. I'll call it an activity. You okay. do paintball. I do. Paintball. Oh, cool. Tell us about paintball. I'm big into paintball. I've been doing that for a few years. Uh, I just have a <laughs> group of buddies that we used to go out and hang out in the woods, and uh, we, we all got into getting for some pretty cool paintball gear and yeah. uh, like to go out and shoot each other and have fun so just on your own not a, not in like a like, we, we got into going like, to fields too there's yeah. like some events there's some good like courses in uh, in ottawa like commando paintball in uh, yes. navin yep. and uh mark paintball uh, carlton place oh mark yeah paintball. Uh, they, well they moved around a bit they were in carp i think they're in right. carlton place now but they're a great organization and then uh, we used to travel a bit to go to uh prz and picton go do big events out there it's like a an old uh like a mental hospital or something that's like abandoned and they turn oh into a paintball God. field so it's that's it's pretty been, cool they got the buildings and everything and that's like a nightmare <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. Right. but also amazing yeah really yeah, cool events there yeah. all weekend and he like f- built, hundreds like, of people yeah oh, we built their own little course in the woods too oh, cool. just, little, little it's like yeah. pretty big and yeah. it's full of like really cool like huts and forts mm. and like it's not it's it's mayo. Yeah. it sounds a lot like mayo yeah it is it's got a similar feel as mayo that's yeah. amazing is, that's pa- awesome. is paintball kind of like golf and that there's different courses that you travel to or are you kind of tied to one place when you play uh different courses you mean like around like uh the well, there's different organizations right. and then like on like say commando for example they'll have mm-hmm. different fields you can play on it depends on the event yeah. if they're having a big sometimes they'll have big uh, like commando does a big uh, event every year called d-day and they'll have like a thousand people on the field that day and the, the, basically the whole property is like the field that day and it's like one side versus the other all day and oh, wow. but uh on smaller days like so there's smaller games people will play too where mm-hmm. they'll have like just a smaller field and it's like five on five and uh right we like mark paintball has like a, a place like that they'll have many little fields on their fields and they'll do it they do a tournament a really cool one siberian five 
Yep. And it's five on five. Five. I have an awesome t-shirt that Val loves. And uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. What's what's the beer? I wear this t-shirt and she just doesn't like the t-shirt. He's got this t-shirt from Side Five and he loves to wear it and it's she hates it every time. Anyways, all the paintball gear shirts look a little yeah. like. I like. Is it, it. The, like, the, the uh, cultural clear. appropriation? Do you think uh, people in Siberia are offended? No. <laughs> no, no. It's more just like, it just looks very branded. Oh, yeah. Ah, and it, for like the longest time, I was like, what the heck is Siberian 5? That's all it says in huge. It's a weird thing to promote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I don't know how big it is, but it's good. It's good, man. Anyway. It's, uh, it's a real fun tournament, though. I like so, it. Yeah, that's yeah. key. Mike, tell us about uh, motorcycling. Uh, motorcycling is pretty fun, unless uh, it was this year. And, unless uh, it was this year? Yeah, lots With of rain. rain. I yeah. didn't take my bike out this year, too, though. It was pretty uh, pretty unfortunate for me. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, being a musician doesn't allow you to have the most of uh, looser incomes. Yeah, so yeah. Sure. Didn't, didn't take out at all. Uh, no, I went a couple of times with yeah. my folks, like they, they have a couple, but, uh, yeah, it's cause like if you have insurance, you just buy it for the year and it's like, it's oh, pretty right. astronomical. So, yeah, yeah. uh, awesome. but, uh, yeah, talking to lots of riders, like, uh, this, this season was kind of a bad one. Mm -hmm. This, this time of year actually has been great. So I've been kind of jonesing really bad to, <laughs> to get out, but, sure. uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Good way to travel. I've uh, been to the East Coast, uh, kind of grew up on a bike. My folks uh, took me all around the uh, the States uh, mm -hmm. when I was a kid on the bike, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of in me. Oh, so you kind of grew up with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, when, cool. when did you get your first bike? Uh, 15 years old. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, wow. My birth my birthday's in the spring, so I had to wait till I was 16, but I, I rode it a little bit illegally in the country <laughs> and, uh, and then had it in the garage, kind of stared at it for the whole winter, and then the day I turned 16, I was I was riding, so. Not bad. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and are, you also like to cook a lot, yeah? Uh, I do, yeah. Yeah, I like to eat, like, all the time. You like to eat. <laughs> we yeah. all like to eat. <laughs> well, if, if you like to eat, you kind of have to cook, right? Because, oh, yeah, like, yeah. unless you're just, like, eating out all the time, that's expensive and not sure. healthy. And, like, I don't know, cooking yourself, you make it the way you want, you have leftovers, it's awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what type of cuisine is your specialty? Um, I like a bit of everything, but, like, if I'd had to narrow it down, it's, like, Greek, Italian, and Mexican are, like pretty mm -hmm. like high up and it's like lots of peppers lots of spicy and okay. yeah nice. not, bad. not and, bad and do you cook from a book or the internet or youtube like where do you get your um ideas? sometimes if i'm doing something i've never done before i'll like quickly look up a recipe but most yeah. of the time i just kind of go for it and, oh and I yeah see. <laughs> see how it goes yeah, yeah. Yeah. awesome he's been teaching me how to cook mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's like how, do you have like a specialty <laughs> good a specialty not really man honestly like uh like it's kind of more of like flavors of, of the week you know i'll be like okay. really into cooking something one day and then like i kind of eat so much of it i kind of get tired of it then uh, i do something else and then yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. cool okay, awesome yeah. and val you said earlier you have a, a german shepherd is it is yeah. that what i heard busker that's right awesome Tell busker us how old is busker busker is four years old now okay He's a little shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But I'm stuck with him, so. That's all right. One of those things. Cool. Uh, on that's one of the so one of the things. So everybody writes down hobbies, obviously. Uh, so you wrote down your dog Buster, Buster, or somebody did for you. Yeah. Uh, also, also I see going to shows. You go to a lot of auto shows. Is this Mike? He just doesn't want me to say. What is it? Helen at the moon. He did not want me to say that I. 
have picked up some new hobbies recently. Oh, okay. Like, Let's hear it. Like cooking as well. Oh. Um, ahem. Okay. I'm also not a bad cook. Okay. <laughs> She's okay. pretty good. She's pretty good. Yeah. I've been cooking some pretty swank ass meals lately yeah. and I've been meal prepping and I'm surprising my own self here. Good for you. Yeah. What What's the favorite meal you've cooked to date? Do you have one? Or what's one of them? Well, okay, Maybe so I've not. only made four. Sure, but, right. uh, <laughs> but, uh... Okay, then, fine. Bourguignon. Beef, beef bourguignon was pretty good, but that okay. pork shoulder was a close second. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But the I've also lately, uh... Okay, yeah, so my dog, my dog. I'll just tell my dog. <laughs> my dog is a great dog. And um, his name's Busker. Yeah. I got him when I was busking. And, okay. um... I was actually busking as my full-time gig at the time which really yeah and Where? i was making in montreal okay and i was living here and i would leave on thursday with my dog and i would busk my ass off all weekend on the street corner and i'd come home with like 800 bucks in toonies oh. and 20s and 50s yeah. whatever but like yeah cash really very cool I'd come back on uh, sunday mm -hmm. night, awesome. and then i'd just chill for the week and then i'd go back on the following Thursday. So I did that for like the summer that I had my puppy Busker. And that's like all day? Like you, are you out there all no, day? No, no, just the evenings. Oh, I was nice. doing the evenings, yeah. Wow. Did you ever do any busking in Ottawa? A little bit, but by the time that season ended, which was fall, I was like over busking. I had busked all summer. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of it for me. And then um, I just bunkered down for the winter, and by the time the following summer came around, I actually met this band, and I just, so I wasn't planning on taking up busking, and mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of like a nice evolution in my music journey. Okay, yeah, yeah. that I makes took sense. It from the streets yep. to now we're playing venues in Ottawa. Which is, which is awesome. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. And, and speaking of, you know, when you guys met, uh, I'm seeing something about a bridge. You guys met at a bridge? <laughs> Yeah, we we actually met um, at uh, Lemire Island, right near the Black Bridge, okay. <laughs> which was my favorite place in Ottawa to write music and chill at. And okay. um, yeah, I have some frustration around the fact that they shut it down. Right, this is the, oh, the Prince yes. of Wales. Yeah, it's the old bridge. Prince of Wales Bridge. Yeah. Some people call it the Black Bridge, and basically, yeah, it goes from like. Uh, just in like Hintonburg to the Gatineau side yeah. and it's got like some of the best views of the city that you can ever get mm -hmm. every time you go there there's always some like nice little old man with a tripod setting up taking oh. care and it's like one of the most like beautiful places in the city and because of like our over overly litigious society I guess they snap. they shut it down so there's snap. big gates and but every time you go <laughs> oh, people yeah. I swear to god here yeah. like, wire cutter people just get through and there's always big holes in the fence so like but right. really, though, is there really a reason? Anyways, like, <laughs> fucking bylaws sometimes, I swear to God, has no reason to just, like, hinder your freedom to sit on a bridge peacefully and write music. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get and it. I get frustrated no, no, about I'm, that. It, well, it's, it's clearly a, you know, a key spot for you guys so, as individuals. <laughs> well, it's and of issue. It's yeah. where you write the songs, and there's been a couple of articles, too, by the CBC and The Citizen actually kind of it's exploring that, that 
that spot and right. the, the the rules and regulations beyond that. And now with the LRT, they're kind of thinking of maybe they're, that's going to be part of the rails. So anyways. I think we should all get oh, together man. and protest. If you're well, a Black was... Bridge fan out there, like anybody out there that likes the Black Bridge, I swear we should like rally, get it done. rally up the troops get it here. Done. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was one last year. There was one. Yeah, there was one. We oh, were going to have a girl on the podcast. Yeah. She bailed on us. Oh no! So we yeah, said, she did. That's right. "Shut down the bridge." That's what <laughs> no. our next episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Pete, Pete, tell us about Giorgio. Giorgio. Oh, Giorgio! Oh, Giorgio! Awesome. Giorgio! you wrote that down. We love Giorgio. So, yeah, Who is Giorgio? Giorgio is also Giorgio. invisible. Is what? Sorry. He's also invisible. It's oh, like Nick. Nick and Giorgio, they're two of a kind. Always we never yeah. see them. He's the band masseuse. You have a band masseuse. Ah, sure do. It's actually, it's actually just a chair. It's a massage chair. We don't have a real masseuse, but I came across this. My friend had this really expensive massage chair or was expensive back in the day and was just going <laughs> it needed to be gone and i had it i'm like oh, i'll take it and i it needed something to be fixed or whatever but it was i got it, it was working perfectly fine yep. and ever since like the first thing they do when they get to my house is oh, like yeah. yo it's like a ten thousand dollar massage chair <laughs> oh. i swear to god when oh. you sit in it yeah like i was a huge skeptic pete's like i got this chair it looked like a piece of junk in his apartment i'm like why did you get this and he's like don't worry it'll work and i was like whatever it was sitting there for like a month just doing nothing then finally he hooks it up and he's like we get there one day and he's like yo I sat in the chair and it fixed my back and we're like what and then I sat in the chair and I was like whoa like amazing I swear (laughs) yeah it really really does it awesome it really does it why Giorgio Oh, because he knows. Giorgio knows. Just because. Just, just, <laughs> just sounds like such a knowledgeable name. It does. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I, I thought it was a real person, but, you know, it might as well be because it's solving all your problems, it seems. Yeah. Is your is your place sort of the jam spot? Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. that's right, yeah. Is that also where you have the black room now? Yeah. Yep. Okay, very yeah. cool. Very that's cool. where we filmed our video. That's not bad. Not bad. You, you're not regretting the black room? Like, it's not just... Uh, no, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm a bit of a lighting uh, guy, too. I kind of got... It's one of my hobbies is to do, like, stage lighting. It's, oh. and it's kind of random not a lot of people get into it i guess but uh it's just it's a lot funner to have like a dark room to work with it in oh, and cool. like a little yeah. fog or whatever so mm-hmm. it's fun for me to just experiment with it and uh we get to use it to shoot videos and right. and also yeah. it's very fun to jam in because it's like a nice like environment it makes you feel like you're on a stage or something too so mm-hmm. we'll do it makes yeah. sense cool uh val you mentioned earlier that you know you started off at you know busking and then you you sort of built up and built up and you you were talking about how now you're playing venues in ottawa what kind of venues you guys find yourself playing in in ottawa like what 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 places name drop a few uh we played we started out playing at uh the old zaphods okay yeah yeah Yeah, which is now the 27 club we're happy it's a music venue again oh i didn't realize that you they reopened us. Oh, yeah, uh, they did. I, and I it's a uh, music it. venue. We haven't had the Very chance cool, yeah. to play there yet, but yeah. um, that would be nice, uh, hopefully sometime in the future. Yep. We played the Rainbow, Mavericks, Live sure. on Elgin, um, Irene's. Yep. We've never played Targ, but we will on Friday. Big yeah. show coming up. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Friday, the 13th. Mm-hmm. Oh, Friday yeah. the 13th. Friday the 13th. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. date. Yeah. Big show. Is it just you guys? No, um, we're, we uh, we were supposed to be the opening act, but we just got bumped up. So um, there's going to be Keek is playing an acoustic set to start out the night. Awesome. Then we'll be on at 10:30. Nice. 
Nice. Yep. Then we've got Hearts and Minds playing after us and Alert the Medic. That's the headliner that's uh, coming from Halifax. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Awesome. It's going to cool. be a fun one. Hussatar yeah. gets a fun venue. So Love it. I'm mm-hmm. stoked. Yeah. Now, Val, you do all the sound and setup? <laughs> all of it. All is of that, it. Is that setting me up here? Oh. Mike, explain. <laughs> um, well, okay, I'll tell you about. I'll tell you guys about Val's job. <laughs> uh, Val, I guess, uh, does like yeah, setup and uh, sound for like all the big acts coming to town, like TD Place, the Canada. Canada pff, CTC. Okay, so here, let me, yeah, yeah. Let me talk is. about. <laughs> Mike's trying. I'm a, yeah. Yeah. I just uh, so I'm a stage hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, um, I set up all the concerts and or the, theatrical plays that come through the NAC. So oh. anything to do from being on the sound crew to the lighting crew or carps setting up the props, the stage. Um, at the National Arts Centre or um, the big shows we have at Parliament Hill, like New Year's Eve, Canada Day, Mm -hmm. uh, Blues Fest, um, anything at the TD Place, like uh, Guns N' Roses, I set that up. Tonight, I'm actually going, uh, I spent the day setting up Roger Waters at the Canadian Tire Centre. So that show is going to be sick. I'm stoked to see that. That's like one of the largest video screens I've ever seen installed in that So you must have like insider knowledge right like when you're setting up a show you're like this is gonna be crazy yeah yeah, yeah. so and i'll be there to tear it down tonight mm-hmm. so um i did go to school for audio engineering which is where i get the ninja skills for our recording stuff yep um but on the bigger shows like this obviously the band comes in with their own sound person so yes. often i'm on the sound crew assisting that person right okay yeah. makes sense okay cool. great awesome yeah uh and we are running up on time but mike can you talk a bit about the music community in Ottawa? <laughs> can you? Uh, I can. I don't know. Let's see. Just, just, just from your perspective. Yeah, like, don't yeah, don't uh, speak uh, on every musician's app. I want you to call people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Ottawa's always had a really, really good, vibrant music scene uh, in all genres of music. But I think what's changing lately in the last uh, little bit, anyways, that I've noticed is that people are actually starting to come out. Um, and Ottawa's kind of always had this bad rap of like, you know, everyone's kind of boring and everyone goes to sleep early and no yep. one ever goes out. But people are starting to break out of that and actually starting to recognize the the various scenes, whether it's like the punk scene. There's so many different cool different scenes and uh, in town and people are finally starting to come out and the shows are actually starting to like fill up with people. So it's not like the music's been lacking because there's always been that talent and great bands. It's just people are finally starting to go out and see them. Okay. Uh, so that's really cool. And uh, I was reading up that Jim Watson earlier uh, this summer was doing a conference and he kind of wants to turn Ottawa into a music city kind of mm-hmm. like uh, Austin did uh, and make it kind of like a place for music. So yeah. don't know what that means really for like us as a band, but it probably means a lot more like grants and funding and stuff, which yeah. uh, could be nice if it's uh, executed nicely. So Absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense. Sounds okay. like Jim Watson's trying to get into a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may already have one. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, so with that, we've run up on time, but I want to give you guys a chance to promote anything you want to promote. So whether it's bands, whether it's your website, whether it's the shows coming up, give her. Check us out on Facebook and Friday. Yeah. Well, I guess the next uh, thing we got coming up, if you want to hear us live, um, we'll be at House of Targ on Friday. We'll be playing some scrungy ass tunes. Yes. 
And um, <laughs> you can I'll be check us out on josephineleone.com. Yeah, okay. where yeah, where we have a new video that we put out about a um, few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. Yeah, about a month ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, the best way to uh, to stay in touch is just uh, follow our Facebook page because we'll be putting out uh, more videos over the coming weeks and months. Yeah, so. you guys have a tour next year, maybe. Yeah, that maybe we'd cool. like that. Yeah, We're yeah. we've been applying to. Uh, festivals and and stuff so we would really love to play outside of ottawa mm-hmm. eventually for sure that's yeah. awesome and you guys yeah. have an ep yep that's on yeah. our website yeah okay. what's what's the title um it's self-titled, self-titled okay. josephine okay. leone so our website's josephineleone.com simple okay. and facebook is josephine leone uh-huh. and instagram is josephine leone band yeah that's enough okay keegan where can the listeners find us you can go to ottawapodcast.com or on Facebook.com, Twitter.com. Are you? What's, what? that's, those are all the websites we're on. Instagram? Are we still on the Instagram? Yeah. That's where you can find us. And uh, they're listening to the, the podcast. So find all of our stuff there. <laughs> we have news, Ottawa News. You're so Is bad good? at this. No. <laughs> it's, not, it's only been a few years. Yikes. That's it. You just confuse it with CA all the time. Oh, yeah, because it should be CA. No, it shouldn't. It's your fine. No, it's not. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. I'm outnumbered. Okay. All right. <laughs> so with that, thank you for coming on the show, and we'll finish the podcast with the three of you saying, Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa. Ottawa.